And welcome into a special edition of Lunch with Klaibs and Joe here on ClaibsOnline.com. Normally, uh, we would uh, be a lot uh, better spirits, but Klaibs and I coming to you uh, just a uh, few, uh, just about an hour after the news of the commish, Rick Hummel passing away this weekend at the age of 77. Klaibs, uh I don't I don't know where to start with the career of uh, of Rick Hummel, but I know he meant a heck of a lot to yours. Yeah, he meant a lot to me. Uh, he's one of the first people that ever spoke to me when I got into business. Um, he was always there. I mean, you know, his demeanor was the same all the time. Um, very helpful. Um, you know, th- there's obviously a lot of stories that come with the commission, but you know, I always remember him as being just that helpful, calming person. You know, you very seldom saw him upset. Um, every writer respected him. Uh, most athletes did. I remember one time Bryce Harper kind of smarted off to the commission. He was a rookie, I believe. And somebody pulled him off to the side and said, uh-uh, you don't do that. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget. It was during the playoffs. And... Um, you know, commission asked a question that he didn't like, or he tried to be smart about it. And somebody pulled him out. There's some, some older guys pulled him out to the side and said, no, nah, you don't do that to him. You know, he's a made guy. And, it, and and even the media was like, dude, who are you? You know, but he was, he was a warm, caring person. Um, I just say he's a friend and we, we've, we've had a lot of good laughs along the way. Uh, he wrote Mike Shannon's book with Mike and uh, I helped him with that a great deal. Uh, but his demeanor was just so good. And, you know, he, he was so respected that you could ask a question to a player or a manager and they kind of look at you like, you know, what, what kind of question is that? Kamish could ask the same question. Well, Rick, here's the answer. I mean, he, they would just go into detail because it was the commission and they knew he meant no malice. Uh, he, he asked, he could ask the toughest question in the easiest manner. And, you know, that's not, that's not easy to do in our business, but he always respected the subject. He always uh, had, you know, knowledge of it and was respectful. Uh, but he wasn't just a baseball guy. I mean, you know, he knew college basketball as well as anybody I know. Um, we have, I mean, yeah, we've, you know, we've been doing, we, we've been lucky enough to have Kamish on board with us since February here on, on Klaibs Online. And some of the first podcasts that you guys were doing, we're, we're just talking about the tournament and it almost seemed like he lit up more and wanted to talk more about the tournament than he did uh, spring training. Yeah, that's a good point you make. He uh, was, I wouldn't say obsessed, but he was well in the loop on what spring training, I mean, what the college game was all about. You know, he covered college basketball at one point early in his career, so he always stayed on top of it. Uh, and, of course, um, he was in charge of the uh, the brackets, the pool in spring training. And I remember one year I won it, and I guess I gave him a, a, a sizable tip because <laughs> he always said, man, I hope you win that thing again. <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, I was, I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, it was, it was a nice piece of change. But now that I thought about it, but you know what? He, he, he was just such a caring and warm person, very understandable uh, about issues and things in the world. Um, just, just a wonderful person and, you know, wrote so many great pieces, you know, being a beat writer when he was working on a regular basis, it was hard because, 
you had uh, your deadline and you didn't have, you know, you, you couldn't file it instantly like you can now. And, you know, he was on a deadline most of the time. And, you know, he, he covered so many things and he always got it right with regard to the facts, not opinions, but the facts. And that, that's one of the things that's missing in the business today. You know, we have more people who want to write an opinion and call it a story. Mm-hmm. And uh, that wasn't him. We, uh, you have seen the tributes rolling in over the past hour, and uh, with, with somebody like Kamish, it has been the same thing over and over again about how kind he was to people, how much he helped young writers in the business, and how he took people under his wing. And Claves, I've I've been in St. Louis for over ten years now, but I never really had my, many interactions with Kamish until these past few months, where he and I talked or interacted at least once a week when he was writing stuff. And you would have thought that commission, I, the way he treated me, that he had known me and that we talked every day for the past 10 years, the way it just yeah. instantly was, was like that. And the way he just welcomed people into his life and treated everybody the exact same way. You, you, you are so right, Joe. Uh, as I mentioned, he was the first when I, my first day at the ballpark, uh, he, he came, he, he obviously I must've looked like I was lost. And he came up and introduced himself and he said, welcome. And we sit and talk for a bit. And, you know, from that point on, you know, we just, we always found a way to get together. And, and I knew the commission when we go to the Missouri bar and grill after games. And uh, that's when he was, he was a different person then, but you know what? he was, <laughs> he was fun to be around then as well. And, you know, back then, you know, Missouri bar and grill was really like uh, almost across the street from the post dispatch. So, you know, that's when guys actually went into the office. So it was a, it, it was a great relationship and I certainly cherish it. Um, you know, I know you and I, when he decided to retire, you know, I said, let's go after the commission, see if he can do some stuff for the website. And gosh, it was one of the best things I think I've ever done is having him part of it because it, you know, he could still write and, you know, he could do what I wanted to do and just do what he liked doing. And I told him, whenever you get it to me, that's fine. Don't worry about it. We, we, we do it when we want to do it. Don't worry about anything else. And he was good about it. He was the same way with me. He would let me know. And this is, I mean, it, and it's coming out. I, I didn't know. I, I don't know, Claves, if you knew that he was sick and that he had been dealing with, with whatever he was dealing with. And Prostate there were, cancer. Yeah, and there were weeks, yeah, that he would say, hey, um, you know, it's, it'll be till Tuesday or it'll be Wednesday. I'll get it up. And I'm like, why are, why are you asking me permission? I'm like, what are well, you, you're, you're, you're like, you know, yeah, you, you, whenever you send it to me, it'll, it'll get up. You don't have to ask me if it's okay. If it's a day or two late, like you're, you're okay. Well, I talked to him, I guess it was Friday and wanted to do a podcast with me. And he was saying, you know, his voice was a little weak. He said, can we do it on Monday? I said, we can do anything you want to do. Don't worry about it. And, uh, I had planned on doing it today. And, uh, you know, obviously that won't happen. And, you know, we, I think what we have to do now is carry the memories and the things he did to make us all feel proud and, and fortunate to know him and have him in our lives because, uh, there won't be another one like him. You know, during the, the 2020 season Claves, when, when we first had a kind of the big relaunch and made Claves online, what it is today during that season, during that entire year, we kind of did this day in Cardinal history, this day in, yeah. St. Louis sports history. And you would get, you would get commission on for some of those. You would just kind of look at what, what things were coming up on the calendar that 
commission would either remember or have stories about. And I tell you what, if it was five years ago, if it was 25 years ago, uh, he, he remembered it like it was the, the game the night before. No, I agree with you. He, you know, he, his recall <laughs> is, is epic. I mean, he, he just had a, an inordinate amount of skill when it came to remembering things and dates and places and players. You know, I, I wonder how many players did he actually write about over the course of his career? I mean, you know, over 50 years, you know, he's seen a lot of people, a lot of oh, games, yeah. a lot of players come and go. But, man, he had the respect of everyone. Uh, other media members, certainly players and managers and coaches. And as I said earlier, that, that, that era is over. I mean, we won't have another one like him. Uh, you know, the, it's kind of you know, what Jamie Moyer, I saw this, that like when Jamie Moyer finished pitching, he had faced 9% of all of Major League Baseball's hitters. I would imagine Kamish had probably covered about 60, 70% of all of Major League players or somewhere, some ridiculous number like that when you – when you actually sit down and you look at all the all the players that he followed and he covered in his career, well, you know, um, I, I think you're you're pretty close on that because you know he didn't cover start covering the American League because of the interleague play until recently, so you know the only reason why that number wouldn't be higher is because he just didn't see the American League as much, but uh, I, I would be willing to venture that he's probably covered and talked to more people in his tour duty in baseball. And you know, we'll have to, um, I, that's something I'll have to dig back. I'll have to get into the hard drive and I'll have to dig back at some of these, uh, commish stories that we had from 2020 when you and you, you guys sat down and talked about some of these, because the two stories that stuck out at me and I've claims, I'm sure you've heard them both uh, many times, at least the one of his game at Wrigley, the extra inning game at Wrigley field where it went, I, I can't even remember how many innings the game went, but he talked about how he went down and he was sitting down by the dugout and had the guy that just the, the guy that was so drunk that kept pouring beer on him and accidentally <laughs> spilling beer on him <laughs> over and over oh, yeah. again <laughs> during the game. I think that's one that we need to uh, that we need to dig up and and find. And then the other one, too, that I, that I thought was really I, can't, I for the life of me, I cannot remember the player. It had to have been a player from the 70s or the 80s. So well before cell phones came out and at the last day of the season they said hey you know the players said hey let's meet up at this this day at this bar and we'll you know we'll we'll, we'll meet up for a drink this off season and sure enough commission went to the bar and the player wasn't there and the owner of the bar said oh he's at this bar and he goes well, how would you know that and he goes because i'm the player's mom and he went down the street and sure <laughs> And sure enough, the player was there, and he said they spent the rest of the night telling stories. <laughs> well, that's him. Yeah. That's him. I mean, uh, very accommodating. And, and, again, we'll have some stuff we'll be posting on the site, some of our conversations with him, and uh, you can hear for yourself um, just what a warm and caring person that he was and, and well-informed. Uh, you know, this this is this is tough. I mean, you know, just a few days ago, I was at Mike Shan's memorial service, and that was tough. And I got, and now this. I mean, two two people who right now are looking down and just kind of, they they got to have a couple of good chuckles right now. And I'm sure they're introducing each other to other people who are there with them now. But 
man, it, this one this one probably hurts as much as anything because of the person he was. And let's not forget Thursday, uh, this this upcoming Thursday with uh, remembering Jay as well, who is is also in a very different category, I would say, from Kamish, but it's uh, still one in the same. Well, beloved would be the yes. one thing that they both share that title. Yes, well, we will. Uh, we will get you many more memories of the uh, of the commissioner Hummel um, here on on Klabe's online from things that we have had him work with us on these past three years. And Klabe's, uh, I uh, my my heart goes out to you because I know for for as long as you have covered the Cardinals, Commission was there every single step of the way. Yeah, that's, and you know, I, I I'll tell you as I'm thinking about it, yeah, I'm gonna miss him for a lot of things. But I always loved being around him during spring training. Uh, it was a more relaxed environment, and we could actually sit around and chop it up a bit. Uh, of course, he'd have his envelope with all the names of the teams, and <laughs> you know he'd collect a little money from you and make sure. And he, he ran that thing in such an elegant manner. I, I'm wondering who's going to take that on now because we got to maintain that tradition. That sounds like a job for you, Clabe. I'm no, sure. Uh... <laughs> No, I am not the one for that. Well, Mike, I, I appreciate you being able to uh, to to gather your thoughts and share some of them here for the uh, for the past few minutes. And like I said, we'll have much more coming to you as we remember the uh, the commish Rick Hummel here on ClavesOnline.com.